What's up, guys? I'm Tony. I'm Brianna. I'm Stephanie. And guess what? We're back with Thought Bubbles, and we're going to talk about some Orphan and her first killings. <laughs> um, Orphan First Kill is the new movie that was just released um, this last Friday, and it is the prequel to the 2009 film Orphan, um, also starring Isabel Furman, uh, who is absolutely fantastic. So, um, to start it off, your guys' ratings of both this new prequel and the uh, 2009 sequel, I guess you could say. (laughs) Who wants to go first? (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay. I don't mind. I loved the this movie. I would give it a solid eight. Oh yeah, same. I I really liked it. Actually, I think I'll give it a nine. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I will say a nine. I I really liked it a lot. Yeah, I I definitely yeah. I just wish it was a little scarier, <laughs> but everything else was amazing, which is why I give it the nine. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. What about the original Orphan? Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Hmm, the original one, I also enjoyed. Uh, So I'll give it a seven. For sure, enjoyed this one way more than the first one, personally. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely agree with Steph. Like, I I feel very much the same. Um, And I think that your rating is pretty spot on. I mean, for me personally. So I feel the same way. I would probably say the same ratings. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'll 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 be the um the odd duck. Um, <laughs> so I So I will give this one. I will give the new uh the first kill an 8. Okay, fair. Fair. And I will give it an 8. Yeah. Um I did really enjoy it. I thought it was very well done. Um the original one I think I might have to say an eight point five. Now the what? only reason why I, <laughs> now the only reason why <laughs> I went a little bit higher is I think it's because of the difference in the two. So like this one mm. was very okay. like kind of like I get it. This is her getting her bearings, all that stuff. Mm, I think it was. Uh, it was the scary aspect of the first one. Like the first one still kind of scared me when I rewatched yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, this first one's like very intense. Like when I was watching, I was like, oh my God, it's actually making me a little uncomfortable, which I kind of liked. And I think that's what kind of sold it for me was because of the fact that it's just so different and so raw that I was like, okay, this new one can't top that aspect, but this new one's still a lot of fun. Was this your first time watching The Orphan, the original, in 2009? Um, no, no. So the okay. original one, I did I did see that in theaters. So I do remember that. Okay. Um, but I'd only seen it, I think I'd only seen it that one time. Uh, okay. That's fair. I, I've seen Orphan probably twice, but not recent. Okay. And for me, what I really enjoyed was seeing parts of The Orphan in this new movie like oh my god that's the family that burned down 
you know, because they do mention that in order. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I really liked going through that like roller coaster with the movie, like, Oh my God, I remember that. Oh, that makes sense. You know, things like that. So I think maybe that's even why I liked this one so much more than, than the original. Yeah. But I do agree with you. It was for sh- the, the, the original was for sure creepy. <laughs> Way <Yeah>. creepy. <laughs> yeah. I do like how they tied them in together. Like they did do a lot of connections and it wasn't like overbearing. Like they did a really good job at connecting the storyline throughout and it didn't kind of like lose any kind of beats throughout it. But, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's go ahead and drop the, um, intro. So that way, uh, people, if nobody has ever seen Orphan, come on, (laughs) uh, what you doing? I'm afraid I may have made a mistake. I think there could be something wrong with Esther. What? What do you mean? You told us that you never had any trouble with her. I didn't. But trouble does have a way of finding her. What kind of trouble? You gotta give... Mommy? I need it for you. Take her and let your poor heart The mother protects her family. No matter what. That's the story of... That's the glory of love. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. All right, so... To start this one off, we'll talk about... um, from the Orphan Cinematic Universe, and call it the Osu. <laughs> um, we'll talk about the prequel. So we'll talk about Orphan First Kill. So who wants to go first? I think I can go first. Um, okay. So I I feel very much how what Steph was saying earlier about how it like had a lot of tie-ins. I really really like that. I did actually, so I watched this movie a couple years ago um, for the first time, and then I watched it, like, the day that uh, First Kill came out. I did end up watching Orphan before that, just because I felt like I just wanted a refresher. Um, So I did watch it, and then immediately right after, I watched uh, First Kill. And I felt like, I don't know if it was because I watched it in that order that I felt like it was, like, immediate... recognizing stuff like oh wow like a lot of cool callbacks um usually with prequels I feel that they kind of just like throw everything out the window but I feel like this one for sure like it really was like okay you you had to have seen the other one I mean like regardless you should see both of them because they do go with each other hand in hand and I'm kind of glad that this one was more so callbacks I mean yeah I guess you could watch this one before um, the 2009 version, but I kind of like having seen the 2009 version first and then this one because it's a nice like nod to like all the things that happened or that was talked about in the first one. And I felt like this one was kind of like those like aha moments of like, oh, okay, wow, this is cool. Like they truly like everything they said in 
the 2009 version was true because they're showing us now. They didn't just kind of like there. I didn't feel like there was a lot of plot holes. Like I feel like most prequels will eventually do. Um, so that, that was really cool. I thought initially that um, them having the same actress and be, it being like 13 years later, I thought that it was going to kind of bother me. Like I thought it was going to feel like, Oh, not believable, especially because this is supposed to be her before the first movie. Um, but I felt like it, it actually really worked because um, fortunately enough, she, she looks very much the same. Of course you can tell she's a little bit older, but I felt like it really worked for her character more so this time around because she's showing that um, you, we kind of want to see more of her, being like an adult in a little girl's body essentially um and i feel like in the 2009 version she was already like i mean she actually the actress was a kid but like she was playing an adult being a kid but i thought that because she was like trying to pass off as a kid like truly truly um and we get that twist in the movie of like oh wow actually she's like a 30 something year old you know and um, I thought it really worked for the first film, it being like a big like reveal versus this one. We already know the big reveal. We know that she's not actually a child. Um, and I thought that the twists and turns of this movie was really fun. I do feel like I agree with what you were saying about how the 2009 version is darker in tone. And I definitely like that. But I think the reason why I kind of favor this one a little bit more is because I did feel like it was a little bit more fun, you know, even though obviously like it's still, you know, pretty gruesome and they have a lot of things, but um, I just, I guess, I think it's just personal preference, like whatever you're more into, but I did feel like this one felt a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit more fun. I kind of liked the twist that happens and um, I thought that was really interesting. I kind of liked the dynamic between um, Isabella and Julia Stiles. I thought that was really fun. Um them kind of like it's kind of like she met her match in a way and that that was cool so I think that's probably why I kind of favored the newer one a little bit more but I definitely think they're both like solid movies and I think together they're just really great and really fun to watch like back to back oh yeah absolutely I completely yeah, I totally, totally agree, agree. <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> yeah they are they are definitely a lot of fun yeah. like um, I have to agree with what you said too about Isabel Furman because she's you know this has been a while so it's been like over a decade since the first one and to have the same actors come back like I like I remember thinking in my mind when I heard that it was kind of like well shit is she gonna be able to pull off the same the same aesthetic and thankfully they got very smart with it. And um, side note for anybody who doesn't know, uh, they made the entire cast wear these very, very high platform shoes (laughs) the entire time that they were filming with Isabel to make her look shorter than she actually is. And um, I thought that was brilliant because not only did they use a lot of, they didn't use any real like digital effects. It was all just like kind of practical stuff. And even with the original Orphan movie, well, the 2009 um, orphan movie they um used a lot of practical effects and it was just like a lot of makeup and whatnot and 
just like how that's how they made her seem like she was still pretty young in this one. Uh, they made her seem pretty old in the reveal in the 2009 version. So it was, it, it's very interesting to see what, what they could do with just practical, practical stuff. And um, the, the addition of having like Julia Stiles, Julia Stiles is probably one of my favorite actresses. I always love Julia Stiles. And to have Julia Stiles in it, I was like, okay, this is, this is very smart because she's a very good actress. And then, you know, to have the, um, also the twist in this one, which I was not expecting. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, me neither. I was not expecting that twist. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, <laughs> I think that's exactly what Brianna was saying. That's exactly why per, for me as well, I, I liked it so much is because of that twist. I, I was I haven't been surprised in a movie in a really long time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was exciting for me. I I even told Joe, I was like, What the heck? Did you see that? He's like, No way. And I was like, Okay. Yeah, it is Yeah, I could definitely Yeah, say and it's cool because you oh, think right? that you know, we're all done with surprises because of the first one, the 2009 version. Mm-hmm. And okay. so that's why I thought this was really a really cool addition because it was like, oh, you thought that was the only reveal we're going to show? No, there's like something else. Yeah. Well, you just wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. We can top this one now. Um, yeah. I feel like the reveal in this one was a little bit better. The only reason why I can say it's definitely better is because. It was something that completely came out of left field that you were not expecting from this family. And um, in the original one, they kind of, even though I think it was like the last act is when they kind of like gave it away, but they kind of, it was kind of like a, not really like a big steamroll kind of thing. It was more kind of like they said what it was and then it kind of built up to kind of like see what it was. So it was, it was a more like an uncomfortable kind of like, oh, ew, okay. Yeah. So that's what's happening. <laughs> but then this one was just like, boom, out of left field, just yeah. completely got you off guard. And um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, also, this one. Um, <laughs> Sorry to anybody who's ever who's never seen it, who hasn't seen it yet, but check it out. It's on Paramount Plus, um, and it's also playing in your local theater if it is. But when <laughs> when she was having the fight with Julia Stiles towards the end, and you know they were like hanging on the side of the of the, oh, the, the, yeah. the house, yeah. when Julia Stiles fell, I was getting very very Omen vibes for a second. I was like, oof. I was like, Julia, this is the second time you fall in a <laughs> <laughs> movie from a child. <laughs> second time a child's caused you death. Um, but the moment she hit the side of the... you seen uh, that? Yeah, like when she hit the side of the... <laughs> I was like, oh no. I was like, don't give me the splattered brain matter. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> they did it. They did it. And I was like... It like bounced. I know. <laughs> Not the head hitting the concrete. <laughs> right. <I know. laughs> like the moment it happened, like 
here's the thing. Like, I I love horror movies. I absolutely love them. I don't mind blood and Yeah. But there are several times that I've been watching a movie, especially lately. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. I have no idea. But there's been several times where I've sat through a movie and I something like that happens and I'm I still wince. Yeah, no, same. I felt very like, oh, like the sound of it was I like, uh. yeah. I know. I know. I still wince to kind of like I was like, oh god, yeah. ew, okay. But um, the. I mean, the one thing that I really like about this one is this is her first kill. So this is her first time. Well, actually, no. Was it? Wait. I got a little confused in the beginning. Hold on. Because she's in the she's in the Sarn Institute in the beginning of this one, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So. But I don't know if they disclose the fact that she... I know she's like, she's I know there? she's crazy and that's why like they're putting her in there, but I'm not sure if they put her in there because she committed a crime or anything. Because I feel like the first time we see her kill someone is that, that one lady, the, the, the I guess the art teacher that comes to that Institute to help them. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, that was the, the first time we heard about it. So I'm um, like, I'm wondering if like, so first kill of this is like her first like family that she's kind of jumped into like this and kind of taken over. Yeah. But um, I mean, side note, we can we can brainstorm about that in a second. Um, <laughs> the I like how this one's kind of like a building block, so you can tell how she she made her mistakes throughout this mm-hmm. one, which got her caught, and she got caught very early. Yeah. So the, she made her mistakes in this one. And if you take a look at the 2009 one, since that's technically the sequel, she had, by that time, she had perfected what she was trying to do in this one. Oh, yeah. And I really like how they blended that. Because you can even tell, like, by the time she, it was the 2009 version, which is the sequel, like, she was committed to it. She was ready. And it didn't even you didn't even realize until like it was, they did the whole reveal that the moment she had more of like an adult kind of appearance to her is when you can kind of see how she actually is a grown person. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love that the fact that this is just kind of like, it's all just so intertwined and it's not just like a basic, just throwaway, just kind of, prequel like they actually got yeah. kind of got to the bottom of yeah. it and they were they were very straightforward yeah <laughs> they were like yeah she's insane <laughs> yeah i really like how they also like answered our question of like how did she get here from what was it russia or like estonia um, or something yes estonia. Yeah. Estonia. oh my god yeah. Brianna, i'm so happy you brought <laughs> because that because i felt like yes. it was just funny how obviously the 2009 version you know she has this accent and of course like that's just because where she comes from but it's so funny how she's like in america with an american family and how did you get here you know um yeah. and so it was really interesting to see that she kind of went through that whole missing kids and then she was like oh well i'm just gonna go to america because nobody knows me there you know um and then for her to like 
try to pass off as this little girl. It's just crazy. And then when you when you actually know the reveal um, from Julia Stiles and you kind of look back when they first like, quote unquote, found their daughter again. It was really funny how you're looking back thinking that the whole time Julia Stiles character like knew like there's no way that this is going to be my daughter, Dude. you know, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, but they took her in anyways, because, you know, obviously for the dad. Yeah. Yes. So for this one, so this one's supposed to take place, I think, like three, two years before the 2009 one, right? Um, I don't know. I, yes. I don't feel like they made time, a time frame that clear. All I know is that I'm sure That's she's, true. I'm sure she was like in the foster system slash like orphanage for a period of time, because I don't think that um, someone's just going to like scoop her up the next day. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, wasn't she looking up like who she wanted to portray as a missing kid? So she kind of selected the family, right? Oh, from from this one, yes. But from oh, oh which yeah. one are we oh, talking about? Well, we're talking about how she, um, like, how long, like, obviously at the end of the prequel, how long Got was it. it till she went to? How many years was it till she went to the yeah. family from the two thousand nine version? That's yeah. true. Yes, I'm sure she had to wait it out. A oh bit. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the episode, everybody. We've been confused ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, you're good. You're good. I even I lost track for a second. Yeah. I was like, I'm fired. <laughs> but um, here's one thing I will point out: when she picked out um, Julia Stiles' daughter, the photo. When you closely look at it, they showed it a few times, and it kind of bugged me a little bit because I was just like, "This is such an altered picture of a child." <laughs> was like because i was like looking at it they were like it they really gave it gave that photo like isabel Furman's features it it was like like i was staring at it (laughs) yeah i was like staring at it and i was just like oh my god (laughs) they really went all out to make it look like it was really hard but um i like i honestly think this is such a clever movie. Um, the uh, well, the prequel. Um, I think I. I think one of the reasons why I kind of dropped it to an eight, not only that it wasn't as you know intense or scary as I was expecting for them from the first one or from the two thousand nine one. Um, I I feel bad saying this, and I I'm like I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> okay. Um, the actor who played the brother, I really did not like him. <laughs> like, every time he was on screen, I was just like, is she going to kill him yet? <laughs> I was like, is she going to choke him out at some point? Because I really don't like him. Well, he played, like, such a jerk. So, like, I think the fact yeah, that he really did. we don't yeah. like him, I think that's a really, that's a testament to his acting. Because he was insufferable. Yeah, yeah I guess that is true. I guess that is true. And then it's just like in the um, in the 2009 version. Obviously, they made it the way they did. Um, but the whole time I was watching it, I just, oh my god, I wanted to slap Peter Sarsgaard so bad, <laughs> who plays the father in the in the 2009 one, because I was just like, sir, yeah, 
You are so stupid. What yes. are these things like then that they're so enamored by her? Like, I don't know. I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, oh, every time he says something, and every time he gaslight Vera Farmiga. Uh, I was, I was like, like, we're not doing this, okay? I know it's 2009, but we're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we have we have moved forth from this bullshit. We are progressive. <laughs> Literally. And I feel like that you know what I feel like as a as an older person that also bothers me whenever I see stuff like that now, especially in like movies that I've seen like years ago or something. Yeah. I'm just like, this does not fly anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we are not going for this. But um No, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. I guess I do get it. I guess I do get it. Um, the actor who plays Gunner in First Kill, he was, uh, he was, he was going for it. He was going for it because when she was like about to push him on the train tracks, I was, I was like, oh please do, <laughs> right? <laughs> See something? Outstand you. <laughs> I was like, I can't outstand you. I was nervous. But I was like, oh my god. I thought it was going to happen. Like they were really Me too. It. Yeah. And that moment that guy cut her off, I was like, oh. That was so close. Yeah. That was so close. But they did a lot of good they did a really good job, like a lot of like the um intensity and kind of like close call kind of moments in this one. Mm-hmm. Like because there were several times that I thought like so like so many things were gonna happen in that moment, but they didn't. Yeah. And um here's one thing I can say about the original that kind of got on my nerves as I was watching it. The constant use of like jump scare tactics. Yeah. So this one didn't rely on that. Like this one, they just you know she was there wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. But the original one, like they, oh my god, like there were so many scenes where would like the the music would intensify. Yeah. And then nothing would happen. And I'm just like, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Like don't do that. That's so 2000s. Yeah. And then. what was it? That was that one scene when Vera Farmiga was in the kitchen in the, in the 2009 one. And she opened the fridge and it was like getting all intense. And you're thinking, oh, of course, she's going to be on the other side of the fridge. Yeah. Nope, of course not. And they did something else again. And I was oh, just yeah, like, they, like take you two out. in a row. Yeah, I was like, don't do it twice in a row. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't do this crazy shit. But, um, I mean, I, I personally have to applaud Isabel Furman. Because she, I've only seen her in a select number of things, but as an actress, she's very, very underrated. Yeah. Um, to know that at like, I think she was like 12 when she did the first Orphan. And I'm just like, at 12 yeah. years old, you've really committed to this role. And people were scared, like legitimately scared by that movie. And yeah. Um, to not only play the role of another child, but to play the role of a child playing an adult playing a child. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like that's like some pseudo craziness. Yeah. And it's like that's some major talent right there. Because then she came back and she gave it all her all for the for the prequel thirteen years yeah. later and she kind of doesn't look like anything really changed. Like, of course she got older. Yeah. Some of her features got you know, different. Yeah. But 
I mean, they, she really commits to the role. And I'm just like, I gotta hand it to her because holy shit. Yeah. And you know, they <laughs> almost didn't use her. They were kind of talking about getting another like little girl, you know? Um, but the director was like, no, no, no. Like, how are we going to do it without her? She's literally what the movie is. Um, and so mm-hmm. he really fought to have her on. And a lot of people were also worried that she would, she wouldn't want to do it. Cause they're, they thought, well, she did it as a child who knows if she's going to even be interested to do it anymore. And so um, when they asked her, she was like, yes, please like, trust me. Like I haven't really changed all that much. Like, you know, you're able to make me look still like a little girl. And, um, yeah. and she's, I think she's even like an executive producer on it or something, but she helped a lot with it. And she was really like wanting this to happen. And she's like, please, please, like, we have to do it. Like, let's do it. Kind of in the beginning when it was like in talk still, they were just thinking, hey, maybe we should make another um, orphan movie. And at first they were kind of thinking maybe to make like a second one, but they thought it made more sense to kind of tell her story. And originally it was supposed to be called Esther, not Orphan First Kill, which I personally feel like it should have been called Esther because Orphan First Kill sounds kind of like, I don't know, lazy. It's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might as well call it orphan too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think that's really cool that she was really passionate about it, and uh, she wanted to be like a certain way, and she really helped, um, like the director and everybody else, really like hone in on who Esther would have been like in the beginning. So a lot of that is a lot of her cre- creativity as well, having played as Esther for like a long time ago, you know. Um, so that that was really cool that she was so like involved and genuinely wanted to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Her, yeah, absolutely. I mean, to know that they gave her such like creative liberty yeah. with it because I mean, she she originated the role. Like <clears throat> she is Esther. Like you can't replace exactly, her. <laughs> exactly. And just looking at her like from the first, I mean, looking at her in this new one, you're just like immediately, oh yeah, like she's so she has such a distinct look. And you're just like, mm-hmm. yes, that that is her. That is Esther. She has like the way that she talks, the way that she like just carries herself. It's totally that character. She like made that character who that character is. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Because sure. I remember it was it was so funny because I remember after seeing the first one uh, way back. Well, not the first one, but Orphan in 2009. Um, uh, what do you call it? Then I saw Isabel Furman like a couple of years later and she was in The Hunger Games. <laughs> and i was just like it like she's a, she's a very versatile actress but like it's like it, it's so funny to see that character who you were just like that character actress who you were just terrified of as a small child <laughs> <laughs> and then to also play an ass in the hunger games i was just like wow i was like okay <laughs> but now you're an asshole teenager all right i got you but, um, no, yeah, I mean, the creative liberties that they give people, I mean, like like I said before, the, the ability to not use digital effects and to still yeah. create an atmosphere that is so cohesive to the, to the 2009 one, perfect. It's perfect. I mean... I like I I wonder how this was in the theaters. Yeah. I kind of wish it would have been like just released in theaters, but 
um, I guess the streaming idea for Paramount Plus was was a pretty also a pretty solid idea because um, as sad as it is, there's not a lot of people that like to go to the like actual theaters anymore. Like it's yeah, it's super rare. True. It's super rare. Um, I love the theaters though. So yeah, so do I. So do I. I, I will still go. I mean, uh, minus the pandemic, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, there, there was a there was a point in time where we had to stop, but. Um, yeah, I mean, the 2009 one I saw in theaters, I was I was kind of hoping to see this one in theaters, but I still think I had a fun time watching this streaming wise. Like, yes. mm-hmm. it, it's still just one of those movies that you you can just have fun with. Period. I agree. And, with you. and I think that's why I can honestly give it an eight because it was I had a lot of fun. Like, regardless, it may not be like the most like Oscar worthy thing of all time. It may not be like one of the best horror movies of all time, but you can still enjoy yourself. Like it's still wild enough that you're just like, okay, this really connects to the, to the 2009 one. Cause I'm still baffled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I think we talked uh, kind of enough about the, the new one. Um, the uh, what do you guys think? Want to talk about the original one? Kind of break that one down a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with the original one, I will say because I remember when it came out, not a lot of people. It kind of slipped on the radar. It's just a tiny bit. And I think it was mostly because uh, people kind of expected it to be just like uh, another 2000s, just mindless slasher, whatever, horror movie. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's it's under the radar a little bit because of that. I think because of its marketing. I rewatched the original for the 2009 one. I rewatched its trailer. And before I watched it, and not only did the trailer give a lot, and I'm not sure if that was kind of like, I don't remember if that was like the normal for movies back mm-hmm. then, but um, it kind of gave away a lot of stuff that happened. And, um, but I feel like it was also, even though I appreciated the intensity of the movie, I think also the intensity of that movie kind of turned people off. Um, Mostly because it was, like, so, like, it was so wild, it was so crazy, it was so out there. I think that did kind of turn people off of it. Because there has been several movies that I've seen where it has done that to me, where it was just, like, (laughs) it was too much. And people, other people, like, loved that movie. I can't think of one off the top of my head right now. But... Other people have loved that movie, but I'm just like, oh god, like I I can't handle this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of wondering if that's what happened with this one, with the 2009 one. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like during that time, um, the early 2000s, I feel like there was so many movies, kind of like with like a kid that like 
that something was wrong mm. with them. Like I remember when this was marketed, it was like something's wrong with Esther, you know? And it was like, wait, yeah. what? And so I think like this movie and like the Omen and like, you know, years before that, the exorcist, like when you think of like a kid kind of like they're troubled or they're like scary or something, it's just, I feel like at that time, maybe, um, a lot of people were kind of maybe either just over it or they were like, you know what? I don't know. And also I think the fact that like, she was like actually a little girl, um, I feel like maybe it made some people uncomfortable because of the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of like comes on to like an adult male, a grown man. Know? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that did make me uncomfortable too. Like the yeah, whole time. Totally. <laughs> like, yeah. I she whispered in his ear. I was just like, oh Jesus. Yeah. let's let's not yeah which i think was a cool difference Um, like in the the prequel because anytime she did anything that was like quote-unquote inappropriate it didn't really feel inappropriate because we know in our minds that like she's actually an adult so we believe it more versus when she was Mm -hmm. a child like playing an adult it's like clearly she's a child we all know she's actually a child in real life you know yeah yeah that is true that is true. You know, get, gotta, gotta look past those practical effects for a minute. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, they even gave her fake teeth in the, first, in the 2009 one. Like, she had those fake, like, white teeth oh, yeah. over her, like, oh, yeah, she messed did. up, like, teeth. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, I think they wanted to but, give her, like, more mature, like, adult, bigger teeth, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was a flow. But, um, no yeah i mean i totally agree like i'm pretty sure people were kind of over it because i mean like like you mentioned like not only did we have the omen like literally three years before yeah then we had like i don't know if you guys have ever seen um there's a movie from the 90s i think it was called the good son it had macaulay culkin oh yes i've never seen it but i've heard it i know what you're talking about oh yeah i think i've seen that 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 was oh a weird one too. Like he was pretty much like Esther. He was pretty much like boy mm, version okay. without the without the being in the. Oh yeah, I've seen that. That's a good one, Brianna. You would okay. like that. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's 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 definitely crazy. Um, and then you know, like in the eighties and like the nineties, we had Children of the Corn. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Which I absolutely hate those movies. <laughs> That's true. I I don't really um, mess with little kids and. In hol- like in horror movies, like <laughs> no, because every time there's always some some creepy shit. Exactly, that these kids um, don't learn. The Grudge. <laughs> <laughs> there's the Grudge. Um, the Conjuring. The oh god, that's right. When the they're playing that game, oh no. <laughs> Uh, Ouija. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there's, there's Kids just be, like, not knowing what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stay conjuring up all these spirits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's definitely been a lot. Um, but, I mean, like, yeah, for sure it was uh, mostly probably the marketing with the 2009 uh, movie because... I mean, even the tagline, like, there's something wrong with Esther. Like, that's kind of, like, giving it away. Like, obviously there's something up with her, but, like, don't blatantly say it. <laughs> like, the fact that that was their tagline is crazy to me. But, I mean, I still I still stand by. Like, it, it's, 
it's a super intense movie. It was probably not for everybody. Um, and I feel like I feel like probably if they wouldn't have given it so much away in the trailer or like the taglines and like that posters, they probably would have done better because it would have been like a weirder twist that you kind of that kind of would have caught you off guard. Yeah, mm-hmm. like especially the events that took place for sure. Like just kind of they kind of because I was watching the trailer, I noticed how they really showed her like committing the acts, and I was just like, oh yeah. They definitely gave a lot away, which is kind of crazy because for that time, I felt like that was kind of rare to be giving everything away. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, you kind of got to like build up to it. You got to show like, yeah, not them doing it, but kind of, um, what was I going to say? Kind of like them in the, in the situation. So you're thinking, oh shit, like there's something else (laughs) that's going on. But, um, I mean, 2009 was definitely a, an interesting year for movies. Um, I remember the, uh, the Friday the 13th remake had come out that year, too. And I feel like horror is... Horror's taken some weird strides throughout the year. Throughout the years. And um, I feel like for me with this one, this one was so different and so weird, even though it is kind of the same thing. It's another creepy kid, but it still held its own. And even rewatching it now, I was like, okay, this still, this still holds up, even if it is very out there and weird. Yeah. It still does hold up. Oh, yeah. Sure. For sure. I would definitely say that I I think I like it more now. Like, I have a different appreciation for it now um, yeah. versus when I first saw it. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I think maybe because of the time, like you, like you were saying, it just kind of was different. I think maybe our sensitivity level was a lot, uh, a lot different back then. Um, of course, not to say that it still didn't make me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, but I think in this way, after having seen it with the prequel, I just... <clears throat> I like it so much more and I don't know. I feel like I, I like this movie so much more than when I first saw it. And I feel like I give it a much higher rating now than when I initially saw it. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Same. Cause I remember when I'm it, like when thinking it first eye to out. eye with you today, Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> We're like the same person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, cause I remember seeing like the, the 2009 one when it first came out and I, I, like back then, I probably would have given it like maybe like a six. I've been like, yeah, it's weird, but it's weird. <laughs> I think that's probably what I what I would have said. But I also feel like the two thousand nine one was a little ahead of its time, and yes, she was a child then, so it did make it a little more effective in certain ways, but even then, I feel like since it was so ahead of its time. That's why it's able to age so nicely. And then I'm kind of wondering if, what if they would have waited like a few years to make the 2009 orphan? Like, what if it wouldn't have been 2009? What if it would have been like 2000, I don't know, like 15? And, you know, Isabel Furman would have been like, what, like, I don't know, I can't count. Um, like 17, 18? 
like it's I like they still could have like done practical effects and made her look small. So yeah. I'm wondering like if it would have changed it in any way, or do we feel like it probably aged the right way from being from that decade? I think it aged well. Like I feel like I don't know about you guys, but I <laughs> I feel like when I watch movies from the early 2000s, yeah, sometimes some of them are cringy, but some of them for some reason yeah. I have a more of an appreciation for them like today. And I kind of like the way movies were done back then versus yes. kind of more so now. Um because it kind like it was like first of its of its kind or, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I, I think I like that it was done in 2009. But like you said, I just think people weren't ready for it at the time. But I'm glad it was done during that time. And it did what it did. Because now watching it now in 2022, I just I love it for what it is. I don't know how it would differ being done with today's technology. And I'm so glad that the prequel kind of paid homage to those practical effects and kind of that style while still being like a little bit more of the time, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, people weren't ready for it, but people sure as hell are ready for it now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we got our backstory now. Um, yeah. These movies are definitely, um, they may have a premise that seems very familiar, but they're very well made. To the point where they can differ themselves from other ones. Um, like, say, for instance, like I mentioned before, how, like, Children of the Corn. Like, Children of the Corn is, the first one is, of course, very strange and very creepy. Um, but even then, it's also very cheesy. The, these don't feel cheesy in any way. True. They've, yeah, these don't feel cheesy in any way. I didn't feel, even with this, um, with this prequel, like, coming out years later, like, I didn't feel cheated. In any way, I felt like I was watching a genuine, pretty, a genuine, decent horror film. And, yeah. Um, even with the 2009 one, it still feels like a genuine, decent horror film. So. I agree. I mean, they're, they're too. <laughs> they are different, I think. Total. Yeah, they are. I, I mean, vibe wise, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely very different. But they pair so they're well together, really good. for sure. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like cheese and wine, yeah, you, know. you know? Like they balance <laughs> each other well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It fits perfectly. It's like a little charcuterie board with a wine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, these movies are great. These movies are great. These are some that I can revisit. Yeah. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, I have seen the the 2009 one more than once. So, oh really? I have seen it. I think twice. Okay, yeah, but same. Um, because I, I think I saw it when it came out too, but or I think I saw it like on HBO or something. Um, but did you watch it like recently? Like, did you watch it before you saw this one, or you watched it like a while? I watched. Ago? I rewatched it. Um, so, well, now I've seen it three times, okay. but <laughs> I rewatched it after I saw this one. So I watched First Kill first. Mm, okay. And then I rewatched um, the 2009 one. Oh, because, interesting. Cool. Because of the, yeah. yeah, because of the whole prequel kind of yeah. stuff. So I was just like, okay, let me, let me see how it really blends in together. And it blended. It blended for oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was going to I did ask. not rewatch yeah. it. Yeah. 
That's cool. But I will now. Now you guys sold me on rewatching yeah. it again. Oh no, definitely rewatch it. I feel like it makes I feel like it heightened the prequel for me maybe even more because I it was like directly after and I was like, Oh, they just spoke about this, you know? Versus mm-hmm. just me remembering. It was like I just saw it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was definitely nice to kind of see it like right after because Yeah. They they kind of reference so much stuff that happens. Yeah. In um, first, like the references between the two are spot on. Like they did not skimp on anything. Like they really took a lot of stuff that they saw in the 2009 one, and they wanted to make this the origin story. They wanted to make this how it all started, how it built to this point. Yeah. Yeah. And they they went with it and they rolled with it and they took everything they did and I gotta applaud them for that. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was definitely a nice blend. Um, I was talking with a few friends, and they don't think she's dead. <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about um, from the 2009 version. I was like, she didn't die in this Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> no, yeah, from the 2009 one. Like, some people are thinking she's not dead. Yeah. And some people are thinking that she's going to turn into another Michael Myers. So. <laughs> I don't think she is dead either just because I did watch an interview recently with the director and I feel like he kind of spoiled it when he said we were thinking about making like uh, number two but then we decided let's go back and and um, do her like origin story so I don't know they were yeah. they were thinking about originally making a second one so I don't know yeah, if that like yeah. means that they probably figured out a way to bring her back. I don't know. Um, because all we really saw of her, you know, dying was just like being pushed and in, further into the um like the frozen water. So I mean, who knows? I feel like that girl's relentless. <laughs> Dude. And she's from, isn't she from Russia? So she's probably used to like severe cold. True. She probably for sure survived. That is true, yeah. actually. <laughs> Think about that. She probably She's going survive. to the upside down, guys. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to see Esther versus the Demi Gorgon. I'm going to get a ride from her. <laughs> it's going to be Orphan 3, Esther versus the Mind Flayer. <laughs> Stop. That's actually so funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some, someone's going to do a parody. Oh, like yeah. That. A fan film. Oh, yeah, for sure. But um, uh, some people, yeah, some people are saying that she's probably still alive because, and then what you just brought up, like, Stephanie, that's like, also a good point. She did grow up in, like, those, like, Eastern European countries, like Estonia and Russia and whatnot. So she's, like, used to, like, that kind of, like, temperature. Um, but. What I kind of got from it in my mind was, and I'm also hoping, because I, I don't really want to see another one, I because yeah. I'm afraid of what would happen, but I feel like she didn't die in first kill, because that was her... First, yeah. Start, yeah, it was her first time. That was her starting it off, and she was pretty much like, even though like she got caught midway through the movie or not even midway um she was able to kind of like still survive and she knew how to like kind of perfect it later which she did in the 2009 one so she perfected it pretty much like 95 percent of the movie through 
until she got caught. So she probably thought, like, this is going to be it. Like, I'm just going to get away with this, period. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then they had that whole fight outside, and then she got pushed into the lake and everything. So I'm kind of thinking now she's probably dead, for sure. <laughs> because she was very confident in herself in the 2009 That's one. True. That's, see, I, I didn't rewatch it, so I'm like, I can't remember, like, the details of the ending. So... Who knows? I mean, that movie, like I was, I was mentioning um, to Brianna earlier that uh, I think what made me like so like like intense and uncomfortable for me in the original one, besides the whole she's a she's a grown woman thing, was that she constantly put this little girl in danger, and this little girl was. Death. I know, and then, you know, like the actors, the actress is actually <laughs> poor death. baby, and I'm just. I know. I know. I'm just like this child is like six years old, and she's seeing <laughs> all this like, stuff I, happen. Like I, I would be damaged for the rest of my life. Seriously, <laughs> like, there's no way. Scarred. There's no way. Like seriously, scarred. I'm like she almost killed her brother twice. Uh, I know, <laughs> dude. I know. <laughs> I was like, whoa, but um. Yeah, I first. Some people really want to see. Some people really, really like this one, mm-hmm. and so they want to see a third one. See, I agree with you though because um, I don't. I don't feel like there should be another one. I, I love that we got this one. I think for sure we needed this one, but I kind of like it. Kind of open ended, maybe you know, because like obviously we see that she like dies, but. I think it's kind of fun to think, oh, did she die? Did she not die? Because even if they reveal that she's not dead, like, what do you, what else are you going to do? Because if they do end up making a third one, it needs to be, like, the last one. Like, it needs to be where finally somebody defeats her or, or, or she gets caught or something. Yeah. Because she can't keep doing this for, like... Movies and movies and movies, you know, we're not going to have like a, yeah. like a Halloween situation here where they like just never, <laughs> you know, he never yeah. dies, <laughs> you know, he never dies. And, uh, speaking of which, they're saying kills, he finally dies. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, we'll see. Um, but I mean, yeah, like I, I understand they had like a whole premise kind of made for an orphan too. But I think this was the best way to go. Like, instead of making a direct sequel, especially with the way, like, if you think about it, the fact that they went with the prequel, and if you think about the way the 2009 one ended, it just kind of seems a little funny. And I'm just like, what would they have done for a sequel then? So... With this one, taking it all the way back is was such a better idea like that's so much yeah. better of a of a premise to go for but um yeah hopefully there doesn't there isn't another one uh just leave it up to our imaginations just yeah <laughs> yeah especially with have... these these two being so good yeah you know? it's like rare yeah. that you get lucky and have another one that's equally that's exactly true. that is very true that is very true I mean, you you take a look at like, um, uh, what was it? The Exorcist, um, the original Exorcist from nineteen seventy. I think it was nineteen seventy three. Uh, that one's fantastic. 
Like I've seen that movie like maybe three or four times throughout my life, and that movie still scares me every time I watch it. Um, the second one is still pretty decent for what it is, but then uh, you get to the third one, and the third one's just awful. <laughs> like the third one is just a total misfire. Um, so I mean, I t- I totally agree. Like it, it's very rare to capture that in a third a third telling and the only way I can think of them actually doing something like that. God, maybe I should write it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should write a third one. Make it a short film. Pitch your idea. Uh, You could be like, (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, Hey, Warner brothers, Paramount, I got you. Um, The only thing I can think of that would even make sense would be we've seen her first kill, but why did she start? Like, I get it. She has a deformity. She has a body deformity. Um, oh, like a prequel prequel? <laughs> like a prequel prequel. Like, oh. like what, what twisted in her brain to cause her to do this? Interesting. Yeah. Like, what was she missing in her life? Mm-hmm. And I feel like not a third movie, but maybe like a short. Oh, I see I you. Yeah, yeah. Something, something that's kind of like last piece of the puzzle. That's yeah, yeah. Like I don't need, a, I don't need a full length movie. I don't want to see the whole thing happen again. Like I just, I feel like that would be kind of like a decent thing to do. Mm-hmm. Without capitalizing, on it. like if anything, but I, I don't feel like like if they didn't do a third one, I think we'd be fine. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. It's not like the black phone where we're we're just like, yeah, this needs to be an HBO miniseries. Exactly. Like, this was fine the way it is. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So what do you think, guys? Want to wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, Orphan, anybody who hasn't seen it, um, where have you been? Uh, Movie's been out for 13 years. (laughs) Uh, it's a great double feature, so just go watch it. <laughs> yes. Great double feature. It'll be a good watch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, both are streaming right now on Paramount+. Plus. Um, and yeah, definitely go check those out because they are definitely crazy and a lot of fun and just wild, wild rides. Um, but thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this is where we sign off for now. And... Um, this movie really makes you, sad to say, really makes you um, not want to adopt any children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope every child that's actually a, a good child gets adopted. But, oh. A good child, yes. <laughs> oh, you, wow, you got you to gotta watch out for some of them. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we will be back again. And, yeah, see you guys later. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Thought Bubbles. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to know more about our podcast, just follow the socials at thoughtbubbles underscore podcast on Instagram and thoughtbee underscore pod on Twitter. If you have any more ideas for what we could talk about or if you want to join on and be a guest, just let me know. 
we can pretty much talk about everything.